another edition of Robots for Eyes, episode 97, no. 8, 9, no. 6. Yes. Ah, there we go. Episode 96. 96, yeah, man. How you doing, Rob? You just got back from a long drive mm. through the Friday traffic. Yeah, it was good. Good, good, good. Same old shit as usual, you know what I mean? So I, I was working in um, uh, like an area today that was probably, no, no joke, Maybe half an inch deep in pigeon shit. Nice. And it's fucking raining like a bastard out there at the moment. And it's windy cindy as well. So it was, instead of being like, you see the thing is, pigeon poo or any any type of bird poo, it's easiest to deal with when it's dry. Right, because you can just like sort of scrape it off quite easily or it's not slippy. Yeah, but when it turns to, when it gets wet, it's like, um, it's kind of like, is it like the cartoons where they chuck a banana down on the floor and they and the, no matter what happens they slip on it? Is it like that? Yeah, mate, it was, it was horrific. But with bird poo, it was horrible. So you have the cartoon version, which is uh, basically explaining bird poo, basically. Yeah. Slippy bananas. The, slippy the, fucking pigeon shit. There was no way I was working in it. No. The, the woman, went, the, the company we just started last year, uh, said they wouldn't go out there because it was uh, it was it, there's a bit a bit of pigeon shit on it. I went right, let's have a look. I was like, no chance. There's no way, man. It's like pee. It's like fucking slime. It just goes into I'm like this f- horrible, thick, like vermin slime. Well, just charge them more and fucking get some car- cardboard down and walk on that. Well, I just said you need to get like the hazmat people in. This is like hazard. You gotta fucking clean this. There's no way I'm going out there. But like fucking roller skating. It was horrible. Dancing on ice on bird shit. It's gross, isn't it, man? Dancing on bird shit. That'd be a good series, wouldn't it? It's better than the other shit they put on the telly. Get celebrities fucking skating around on their shoes and in bird shit. I don't watch. That'd TV. be more funnier, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be oh, great? Yeah, that would actually. Put some music on and put them in an arena where they can't get out and just fucking push them around. They used to do shit like that back in the day, didn't they? Though, yeah. like the TV, like back in the seventies, sixties, and seventies, and and eighties was quite extreme compared mm. to what. It, remember that? It's a knockout. Do you ever see clips on that? I yeah, think yeah. it's called that. Google it if you're listening, people. But uh, it's it was savage. They'd get kids to ride motocross bikes across like um. Pits on on the tree trunks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if they fell off and got knocked out, oh, that was it. Yeah, break the legs. Oh, you're out, mate. And Fuck he's you. fallen. Oh, that's gonna sting in the morning. Oh my god, man. He just sting. He's, he's broke both his arms. He's crying like a motherfucker. Face planted, man. And everyone's <laughs> laughing. Oh dear me. It was different back then, wasn't it? Yeah. No one cared. It seemed to be in all aspects of me saying this. People got away with a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? So, you know, do what you think. They were like mad. They were cowboys. They do. Um, you can't do fuck all these days, can you? People just get offended and get scared to do shit. Mm. Wankers. They really do, though. We're too, too soft. I think we can't. It's getting to a point where you can't say anything about anyone or or anything that happens because someone will take offence by it, even if you're not meant to cause offence. You know yeah. what I mean? You assume when someone falls over, you go, "Oh, that that looks like it hurt, mate." You'll get sued for sounding like you're taking the piss out of them or something. Everyone's got like an allergy now, haven't they? Mm. Everyone's got an allergy, or it just seems that so many people are on medication. Oh, I've got to get my meds. I'm on my me- what? Why? Yeah, everyone, is everyone here? What? Everyone is off the tits on pills all the time, aren't they? Well, not me. Never mind. I'm I'm <laughs> completely squeaky clean in every aspect. Yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, there's lots of people my age. You have to have like like two or three different pills. You know what I mean? When they wake up and I'm like to keep them alive, and they don't have to. And or, or they, yeah, or they they've got hay fever, or they they got some weird thing which really isn't really a nuisance. It's, it might give them an itchy eye for about five minutes, but otherwise they're fine. 
Just fucking deal with it. Yeah. It's like, you know, people like becoming lactose intolerant. They can't eat bread or fucking cheese. You know what I mean? They can't eat that. That, that wasn't around during the war, no. was it? During no. the war? Or was that a case that uh, everyone was shitting and being sick and doing whatever the lactose, lactose does to people? Intolerant. Um, I don't even know what it's milk, isn't it? Something to do with milk or oh, dairy or something. It just, yeah. But like maybe Chocolate. they just didn't know about it. So they just carried on because they didn't know about it. No one moaned though, did they? They were no. like, here you That's go, here's, your, here's your, your ration of milk. Oh, I can't have that. That'll give me the shits. You Just shut the fuck up, man. You're about to get killed. Yeah, don't matter. Have See, your milk. That, drink that or, you know, fucking just die. But now, <laughs> but nowadays, everyone needs medication. It's like ill top trumps. That's what it is. People talk to each other and go, yeah, I've got this. Well, I've yeah. got that. Well, I've got this. I haven't got anything yeah, yeah. and I'm happy about that. Especially, but... um. Yeah, all the little things. If there's stuff that you need to keep to have to keep alive, then fair enough. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? If someone's, for instance, oh, people yeah. who have heart attacks, they have to have pills to keep their heart basically the blood flowing right for the heart and all that. Fine, that's fine. But the shit where, like you're saying, like an allergy. To, well, an allergy which doesn't kill you. So, even, like I say, if you get an itchy eye or whatever, just deal with it. You'll get used to it. It's, it's yeah, absolutely. And it's also like I think I'm, I'm probably completely fucking wrong, but it, I think it's people are, are too soft and too guarded over their children like, won't let them if, go outside and yeah. eat a worm I was about to say get, if you have any kids just get them out just chuck them outside make basically. them eat dirt yeah just throw them in a mud pit and just let them play in that for 20 hours a day yeah and they're not gonna they're not gonna be like no. it's, it's, I've read something that um, cesarean like birth is a lot more common than it than it used to be and because of that don't they call that like the rich lady's birth is that one too, too posh to push yeah too posh to push something like that obviously some people obviously need it because the baby's trying to come out sideways or whatever but or their muff's tiny yeah one or the other but, small um, little gash <laughs> and then they get a bigger gash in the stomach oh no yeah mm. you're not happy if it's big you're not happy if it's small god <laughs> what kind of gash do you want just be happy with the one that god gave you Hi, yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm Dennis Nilsson. I'm, I'm about to uh, perform a cesarean. No, <laughs> <laughs> but that cesarean. What what they were saying is because people like kids are being babies are being pulled out through like a hole in the their mother's stomach through their their abdomen. They're not going out through the um, the vagina, and therefore they're not encountering like your mum's muff juices, which give you uh, a, a um, you know. An antibacterial boost and gives you, you know, an immune system. You have to come in contact with basically fanny batter on the way out. If you don't do that, man, people start getting allergic to toothpaste and sunlight. Well, (laughs) is this just a made-up story? Well, it it might be slightly embellished. It could could be some sort of truth to it, I suppose. No, it is. There is is a shred of truth in it. I don't know whether you get allergic to toothpaste, but yeah, if you're not coming out (laughs) the birth canal. Yeah, that does <laughs> negative to toothpaste. <laughs> did, did you get cesarean? Yeah, yeah. Um, for, you're gonna be allergic to toothpaste, I'm afraid. Yeah, that's uh, it. And fucking air. <laughs> There's people that are allergic to the sun. And I they know. Have to yeah. wear, like, their mad they look. They, costume, they, like, they look like fucking. Um, so bad, didn't what, they, that? they look like those fucking. Um, what do they call them? The, Va- vampires. No, no. They have like a white like clothes, don't they? And they look. Like, what do they call them? The people who investigate like murders, S- forensics. They look like forensics oh, walking around. Suit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking around like that. I saw this poor girl. I didn't see her. She was on something or other that on years ago on TV, and she had like this cellophane, like suit thing that she wore, and it was slight. I think it was a slightly red color because it was something to do with that f- that that color filters out the UV. She's able to walk around. She just looked like a weird fucking alien, just kid running around like dressed in like this transparent red suit. <laughs> what? Mm. David Bowie's probably inspired. Well, he ain't now, but you might have been. He was the man, wasn't he? He was. 
God but rest his soul. Someone in BBC apparently uh, said to him when he was in his band, ooh, his band before. Um, Is that a fidget spinner? Yeah, I'm just fucking around with it. They're quite addictive. Put it they down. Are fidget. They are They are, aren't they? Yeah. I didn't even know I was doing it. It's one of those. You'll you know pick it up again. I'll try not to. Why not? Because I don't want to. You can pick it up if you want. No. <laughs> um, it's like crack. Yeah. I forgot what I was talking about now. You were talking about someone who said something about David Bowie. Was BBC. I? Oh, yes. He said he was going <laughs> to become nothing or something. He's, He's going to become nothing. Well, when they first started, when he was in another, well, the same but a different name or something you know what he's like with all these fucking names he had like like Tommy Hill or something is one of his <laughs> things and then fucking Dave Marshall or something you know what I mean and Pat Roy Ziggy Stardust yeah and Ziggy Stardust and all that didn't they Pat, um, Pat Roy ladies and gentlemen with the number one single Pat Roy Pat Roy would be wicked wouldn't it comes on with his mad eye <laughs> half his face painted red but, but apparently, apparently obviously he was going through trying to get into the industry and someone said yeah, what uh, Bowie was or this geezer uh, Bowie was yeah with um this BBC fellow and he was just said no nah, you can, you got nothing your shit you're not going to improve you're not going to be any better how wrong were you my friend yeah you were wrong to the tune of Bowie's 400 or 500 million quid yeah yeah which you probably would have had a percentage if you went yeah go on then I'll put yeah. you forward a bit and you could have been you could have been one of the guys that helped him he said you doubted him Maybe it wouldn't have helped him if he was in charge. It was fate. It happened the other way for a reason. Well, you know, God rest his soul, Paul Bowie. He was, uh, I liked him. He was funny, wasn't he? He was cool. He was a wreckhead, though. Yeah, yeah. He was mental. It's basically why he died from when he had lung cancer because he smoked about a billion a, like, a minute, didn't he? Yeah. He was literally, every time you saw him, he had a cigarette, didn't he? Didn't he engage in some anal jiggery and indeed pokery with I think so. Mick Jagger? Well, um, with the rumour is, yeah. Video. What, yeah. What video is Dancing it? in the street. <laughs> <laughs> At the beginning, that re- oh, that's fucking shocking, that video. If anyone's ever seen it, um, watch it once um, and then burn your laptop. <laughs> because it's 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 abysmal. It's terrible. To be fair, though, I think it was all for charity, so they did it for, like, fuck all, because they, you know, cause they haven't got much money themselves. Oh, they yeah, didn't bother chucking anything aside to help charity. So they just did, like, a cheap video of I them, like, looking like they're about to bum each other, basically, in some it. weird, like, corridor. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. There's nothing worse than I hate than a celebrity getting on stage. And, well, there's probably a lot more things I hate more than that. But then, go on, give your money to charity. Like, fucking Bono from YouTube. Yeah, bon- Shut Bono. the fuck up. What's the fella from um, Rat Pack? Um, what, Sinatra? N- uh, not the Rat Pack, sorry. Um, uh, I forgot the fucking called. Um, I remember his name in a minute. I'll just shout it out. Yeah, but Bono on stage. The, the other cunt who made um, Live Eight or Live Seven or whatever it's oh, called. Oh, uh, Bob Geldof. Bob Geldof, yeah. Yeah, man. Both of them. I imagine they've got offshore accounts everywhere. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. And they're going help the poor. Yeah. How yeah, about yeah, you yeah. give us a fiver? Yeah. No. How about you put like, you know, fucking hundred quid of your money, in, which is fuck all, which is probably going to be a lot less than my fiver. Yeah. Out of your wealth into it, you fucking prick. I've got a, a t-shirt. I've got a t-shirt that says Bono is a twat, Good. and I wear it with, with pride. Good, and I'll stand by my word. Yeah, well, he is. I think a lot of people will agree with us on this. He's a helmet. I don't think I'm going to say ninety uh, percent of our fans probably more hate Bono. So you watch ninety percent of them go, "No, we don't." He's a prick. Don't listen to us if you like him. Yeah, Bad enough of him. <laughs> <laughs> if you like Bono, that's it. We don't want to be associated with you. And you know what? Talking about like you know charity and and bad shit around the world. Remember, I remember like um, last week. Obviously, we did the genocide episode, and uh, hashtags work a fucking treat because I was hashtagging you know like genocide and you know mass killings, C- Cambodia, 
mm. Jewish pig, Jews and things like that. Obviously, going Jewish along with what? Jews going along with. I thought the, you said uh, Jewish pigs. Was <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. That's what I thought you said. There was like, had, like that's a bit harsh. And we had spikes in downloads in Israel and Cambodia. Did we? Yeah. So obviously, it's getting over to you. Yeah. Just, just everyone in the world, just tag that. <laughs> so I, I haven't written any hashtag that. Sorry, it's not a tag, um, is it? Is it what? No, I it don't is. know. What's it called? A hashtag. Is that a tag the same as a hashtag? Same thing. Okay. Yeah. Just everyone in the world. Hashtag. I've not got anybody to do a shout out to. I'm sure. Just I've got everyone in the world. I've just said oh, it. No way. I've got a man. I've, got, I've wrote some stuff down, but I forgot to include it. So um, I've been I've been well busy because I've not even posted a single fucking thing to people this week. So there's mm. people out there saying. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll post it ASAP. I'm, like, I'm just fucking lying. Yeah, it, to be honest, you haven't done anything all week. No, no I haven't, no. It's just been sitting there doing fuck all. Doing doing fuck you to the fans. Doing no nothing. Joking. Wading through fucking pigeon shit on roos. <laughs> In fucking... Skating on pe- pigeon shit. What's it called? Superstorm Callum or something now. Nah, fuck knows. Shout out to Callum Murphy. There you go. Yeah. There you go. This is Storm Callum, innit? It might I blow like know. a fucking peg just, off a line or leaf wind. off a tree. It's just wind to me. I know. It's, just, it's the same old shit. I can't understand Why do they give him names? Because why can't they just go? There's a storm coming, and this big fucker or a small fucker. It's just gonna be a bit windy today. Get over it. That's what it needs to be. Is, isn't it, it? is it so you can look back and reminisce in time and go, oh, do you remember when Storm Callum was here? It's because of science. It's bollocks. It's because of science. Yeah, bollocks. Right then. I think um, I think I'm gonna have a Britney Spears and yeah. uh, a couple well, of Britney Spears. Play a tune, a couple of Britneys, and then um, bash into a, a good old episode. Why? Facebook and all that. Robots for Eyes, Facebook, Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Just do that, everyone, and you'll find us. All the contact details. Yeah. Done. Um, That's it. Yeah, simple. Just put it in Google. If I say to you the name Ariel Castro, does that mean anything to you? Um, It's not the... I don't know. Castro's son, I don't know. Well, it will be a Castro's son, but it's not Fidel's kid. Oh, is it a different Castro? It's a different cat. Is Cast- it the fellow who made oil? Uh, That's Castrol. 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 <laughs> Castrol. 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 I don't know. Same thing to me. Now this geezer, Ariel Castro, he's in the same league. He plays the same game as our man Joseph Fritzl. Oh, nice. He's in the, okay. ki- he's in the kidnapping game. He's in the kidnap your daughter game. He certainly fucking is, mate. And he was good at it. Oh, was he? Was Better than Fritzl? No. Fritzl, he, he, he was pretty good. But he got away with it because... Because his wife was a fucking dickhead and knew everything. I think so. Yeah, that's that's how I see it. I think it was. But and this, she denied that she knew anything. Mm. This geezer, he's he's good. He's not as good as as Fritzl in terms of okay of years. But he, um, if you could put him like in the position in the Premier League, you'd obviously have Fritzl at the top. Would he be straight second at the moment? Reckon definitely. But that's with my knowledge on the kidnap world. Okay, kidnap and incarceration against your will. World. Okay. We're not talking about. I mean, you could go to like people like Terry White. I think he was. Was it Terry White? He was like kidnapped by some dudes over in the Middle East. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah, we're not talking about him. We're talking about civilians just kidnapping civilians yeah, and locking them up in a house. I'm, yeah, I'm doing mental shit to him. Yeah, man. He kept three women in chains in his rundown shitbox of a house in Seymour Avenue in Cleveland, Ohio, for 10 years. Nice. He would torment them. Oh, is that the one um, he got done kind of recently? Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He owed taxes on his house, I believe, and I think towards the end, it was his house was potentially going to be like repossessed, and I think that might have had some sort of, you know, reason as to why it, it ended. Right. He couldn't really fucking keep, keep going with it. <laughs> he just go, off you go, ladies. Uh, on the outside, to everybody that knew him, he was like just a normal guy, um, normal-ish, shall we say, because mm. you're not normal if you're fucking keeping women locked up in your basement. Yeah, yeah. He was a school bus driver until he was fired for, amongst other things, leaving kids on the bus when he went for lunch, like little nippers, just leaving them. Mm. He was doing like illegal U-turns in the street, full of kids. He left his bus unattended and went home for a, a nap, full of kids. You know, it's just what? fucking, yeah, I know, he was, he was a bit, bit fucking weird. So I say he's normal, not... So that, that's a bit that's a bit fucking like outside the box eccentrics well, eccentric this sort of thing <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I'm tired you lot stay on the bus I'm having a nap yeah yeah just watch it for us <laughs> like four yeah. yeah fucking hell <laughs> if anyone tries to get on just stop them they're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah like four the police yeah. actually visit him at his house mm. after he did all this fucking madness on his bus because he was just being so reckless this is I think it was in 2004 so he already had his captives and uh they found nothing. They said that it was, there was nobody else there except for him. Yeah. He used to give kids like a ride round the block on his motorbike. He'd have barbecues with people in the hood. He yeah. was, you know, tried to tried to be perceived as a good guy or as good as good as he could be. Okay. To try and not attract attention to yourself. I suppose if you're breaking the law, don't break the law. It's a simple thing to do, isn't it? You know, what I mean, if you abide by the law and everything, you're going to be okay. I think it's a simple rule, isn't it? You know what I mean? You know, I suppose there's the odd case where, for some reason, you'll get done for murder for nothing because there's a lot of that shit going on. And there, where yeah, someone's going, yeah. "What the fuck? I've been done for like a rape and a murder of like like a seventeen people. I haven't done anything." Yeah, yeah. That's watching fucking X Factor. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happens. Man. Yeah, yeah, that, Actually, yeah. We need to get someone, and we can't find it. Who that it might is. be a good episode about you'll people do. being done done falsely. What was his name? The the uh, geezer who got done for the dual dando. Oh, assassination um, and it just wasn't him yeah 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 just they picked on him didn't they Somewhere I don't know whatever he got, I think he got a good payoff though yeah must have done yeah anyway so our man uh, Castro he was born 10th of July 1960 in Puerto Rico yeah and he moved to Cleveland Ohio as a child and his parents Pedro Castro mm. it's a fucking solid name yeah yeah and Lillian Rodriguez. Nice. Yeah. That's a fucking solid name again. Yeah. Unsurprisingly. They sound, they sound like ballroom dancers to me. <laughs> yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah like Strictly Condance with Pedro Castro and Lillian Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like champion, like uh, freaking dancers or something. World champion salsa yeah. dancers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but they weren't, they weren't nice people. They got divorced, which is not really surprising. They used to like fucking batter him. I think it was his mum used to like whip him with belts. Punch him in nice the fucking face. Good you know parenting. I mean? like when he was five years old, he reckons, and I don't know if this is true, but um, he said this after he was done when the you know they figured out what he was doing to these poor women. Uh, he said he was raped by his next door neighbour and his uncle, not at the same time, because that would be a bit weird. It'd be even more weird than just being raped, wouldn't it? Yeah, being double raped here. Yeah. So um, he lived um, in quite a large extended family when he moved to Ohio. I think he had like nine siblings or something like that. Mm, okay. So I, th- I, 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 I suspect that love, attention, you know, was 
sparse. Okay. Because you're living with so many people, and plus your mum's punching you in the face, your dad's a dick, your uncle's raped you, your next door neighbour's fingered you as well. Yeah. It's not looking good for the fellow, is it? No, it's not looking good at all, is it? it they, they say he was like a normal geezer, but came from like a dysfunctional home. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's because of that horrible shit that he went through. He lost empathy for other people, no feelings or disregard for anyone else, how they ever felt. Um, and, you know, he claims as well, again, after the fact, all this is kind of, you can't really, it's difficult to say whether it's true or not because he claims this in, well, I think it was 2013, but he was saying he developed mental health problems in the 1980s, but there's no record of him doing that. Yeah, he's just bringing that up because he's been about to be fisted probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, point. yeah. So and he knows it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he was, It's he, kind of like, um, I, I saw you about two years ago before we got caught, you know what I mean, or whatever. Well, and I, then, I think he... And I, I knew that, you know... I've got problems and really knew that he was probably getting close to being caught. I think he just knew the right things to say in court okay. regarding like, uh, you know, this this isn't, he was very good at blaming everybody else for the shit that, that he did. Yeah. He'd just, he'd just deflect everything as much as he could, but you can just see straight through it, can't you? Yeah, yeah. So like, shut the fuck up, mate. Yeah. It's you, you div. Yeah, it's you who's doing it. He met his wife, I think it was actually his common law wife. They didn't get married, but, you know, if you live with someone for so long... That's that, I suppose. Her name was uh, Grimilda Figura, I believe. Grimilda? Grimilda's a badass name. It is. Uh, he met her in the 1980s. Apparently his family moved over the road from where she lived. Over time, they got it on. Got a bit funky. And in 1992, they moved into the fateful house, which was 2207 Seymour Avenue. Um, you got some fucking big roads in America. I know, yeah. It was like 2,207. Yeah. They're like that, they aren't the type of house number 4,295,422,000. Postman must be fit as fuck, man. Yeah, yeah. It must be, man. What, what is with the size of them roads? Big place, I suppose, anyway. Yeah. And the, the driveways are usually massive as well. Not you know this I mean? one. This one is a rundown shitbox of a house. Oh, right, okay, fair enough. <laughs> it's That's it's probably why it's number fucking 18,000 or whatever it is. 2,200, man. That's go. ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, so he's moved in with his, uh, his common law wife. People. It's, he seemed like a, like I say, a normal guy, but all was not good in the relationship. He was arrested for domestic violence in 1993 and again in 2005 for smashing up his missus, who I think had four kids with him by this point. Now, she was beaten up regularly. He broke her nose twice, mm. broke her ribs, knocked her teeth out, dislocated her shoulder twice, but obviously denied the abuse. He caused a blood clot in her brain that she had to have surgery for in, order to right. try, in an effort to try and remove it. And when she came out of hospital, he battered her for it. Just like well, it was her fault, so... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, why would you stay with someone? I don't know. Just, you just wouldn't go back there, would you? That's the thing about... You You see a lot of this. People get into situations that it'd be so easy just to walk away. Or is that just me saying that? I think they, it's panic and fear, but surely the best thing to do is just randomly pick someone and just go, and there's no chance that they're going to get you. Let it fucking boil down a bit and then you call people who actually do care for you i.e. your mum your dad if you if they're still alive or some of your friends and what go look this is what's happening this is what's happened you know fucking I need some sort of help there yeah absolutely because like if he's like wailing on her and cracking a fucking skull open and throw that's in my opinion attempted murder if you're yeah, punching someone and you crack their skull and you throw them down the stairs and they end up having to have surgery for it you could be fucking yeah, that's, that's attempted murder in my book as well. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? It's fucking ridiculous. She um she smartened up and did move out in 1996, but he still continued to pester her. He threatened to kill her 
and the children. <laughs> he abducted right. the kids multiple times before she got a restraining order put on him. And I think as well, she, our, 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 old, uh, our old friend Gramilda, got a new boyfriend. And he, at Castro, was reporting the boyfriend as abusing his children. He was just trying to cause... As much shit as he can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like a false rape charge, which is ironic, considering what we're going to get into. Yeah, yeah. Um, she said he was really possessive of her and would lock her in the house whenever she went out. Really? Yeah. wonder where he's learned really? his next thing he's going to do. Where's he learned that from? <laughs> the domestic violence case against Castro, brought up by, his, by Grimilda, was, was dropped because his wife's lawyer didn't bother showing up to court. What? Exactly. Could have had him then. His wife's lawyer thought about this. Yeah, yeah. Bothered. Yeah, he just didn't turn up. So if if he had, I'm not saying like, well, he, he could have. It would have been. I'd be like, I ain't paying you, you dickhead. Yeah. If I if I was a wife, you know, the wife. I mean, yeah, we still need this bill for the work that I've done before. No, you can get fucked. He's just basically he's now out there raping people in his basement. Well, yeah. I didn't know that, but I'm just saying that he's. He could have like, if he was taken to court, he could have been, at least identified as risk or mm. high risk or and, and maybe given some form of treatment or put on a program or something which could have avoided all this from happening yeah yeah we heard this so many times with every mad fucker out there it's very rarely the first time that it flares up mm. it's the time that they go crazy they usually there's warning signs there's all over the fucking yeah, book isn't there? there's always shit everywhere isn't there yeah so, so she got rid of him, and after his divorce, things changed. He became quiet and didn't interact with people as much, kept himself to himself, and secluded secluded himself in his charming little house. Now, before that, like I say, he was just a normal guy, he played bass in a local band, enjoyed having a beer or two, but secretly, because of what he did to his wife, everybody knew he was a, a woman beater. Yeah, yeah. And he had a bit of a fucking, a bit of a temper on him. Yeah. Uh, his ex um, died in 2002 of tw- sorry 2012 of a brain tumor, which is possibly related to the beatings dished out. Oh right, okay. Do you know what I mean? So it's like mm. some sort of is that not, not really deferred? Mur- is that even a thing? I deferred don't know. Murder? I don't know. Um, you know what I mean? Something which, yeah, it must be um, some sort. Of, I don't know. I can't. He said he says he hit her in self-defense. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, mate. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what we all say. I mean, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, that's outrageous, isn't it? It's not the best. No. It, you know, you're not, you shouldn't be. And then he pushed her downstairs in self-defence as well. Yeah, when Crap. she when she came out of brain surgery, was that self-defence? Yeah, yeah, just beating the fuck out of her. <laughs> now, the next part is odd. Now, I don't know whether this is because of it, of, of Castro and his upbringing, how he brought his kids up, or, or whether it's just you know, just coincidence, but one of his daughters called Emily Castro was um, a tad bit unstable. Currently, she's doing 25 years for attempting to murder her own baby. Okay, so yeah, it's a good family upbringing. Yeah, I can see that. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't want to say he's made her that way or whether there's something running in the family or is it just a coincidence? I don't know. She was diagnosed as a manic depressant at um, 13 years of age. And on April the 4th, 2007, when she was 19, she slashed her one-year-old baby's throat four times, then cut her own neck and wrists and tried to drown herself. What the fuck? I know. What the fuck? Should have just fucking... The police, when the police turned up, should have just kept her head under the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just fucking get her out. It's fucking nuts she is. That's fucking mad, isn't it? That's fucking... That's well crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Fuck. Um, there's... there's there's some fucking people out there. Yeah. 
I probably should have drowned that one. Mm, maybe, maybe. 25 years, so she'll be out and she'll probably be... Mm. Who knows what she's going to do. She was classmates with one of the girls, Ariel, Ariel Castro, ended up kidnapping as well. Oh, right. Okay. It's, re- it's really... Cl- Good like, mates re- sort of thing. Yeah, it's really close to home like this. It's, ve- it's yeah. very, you know, intertwined in itself. So we'll like, talk about the victims. All three of the girls were snatched on the same street over a period of two years, and all the girls knew Castro in, like, in some form of, you know, or no, they, they knew Enough him. to go, all right, mate, how's it going, and chat to him, yeah. Yeah, the first girl that went was Michelle Knight. Now, she went missing on the... 23rd of August 2002 she came from a really poor family like poverty line shit mm. um, she was abused as a child was homeless for a period of time living in a bin underneath a bridge nice she had it real bad mate mm. she worked for a, worked for a drug dealer I think it was through desperation probably yeah offered her somewhere to stay when you, when you if you're an evil cunt and you need someone to do your dastardly deeds and you see a girl living in a bin under a bridge clearly desperate mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can see how these people, these poor people, these poor unfortunate people fall it's into like this. slavery, isn't it? Basically. Isn't well. no one, yeah. She's got a real sad story. It's real mm. tragic her life is. Even without being locked up mm. in a room for fucking 10 years. She wrote a book called Finding Me. It's well worth a read if you want to get the... Finding the, Me. Finding Me, yeah. If you want to get yeah. a lowdown on her life. And on the day she disappeared, she was she was actually going to a... Well, she was trying to get to a hearing about an injury her son had sustained at the hands of her boyfriend. He broke... Her boyfriend broke her son's leg. He says it was by accident. He just reached out because he was drunk and grabbed him. But I don't know, yeah. How hard are you grabbing someone to break yeah, their fucking exactly, leg? Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? I think he was a bit of a cunt. Yeah. So she bumped into Castro in, I think it was like um, like a pound shop, like a dollar store mm. type thing. And, and Michelle knew one of Castro's doors. So when he offered to give her a lift, she thought, oh, this is all right. This is safe. Mm. I know his nippers. It's fine. And that was that. Jumped in the van. She's a Phil Bonner. She's a gunner, man. Yeah, yeah. Now, he stopped outside his house and uh, he said um, he had puppies inside and said you could take one of these puppies for free of charge and give it to your son if you oh, want. It's like the adult equivalent, of lady adult equivalent to uh, sweets for children, it's, isn't it? It's textbook, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it is textbook, yeah. Van, puppies. Hang on, hang on a second. Um, Castro, is this, is this a textbook kidnapping you're trying to do? That's yeah. what she should have said. Hang on, I'm in a random person's van. I'm on their front drive. He's rubbing you, his legs. And, you're asking, <laughs> and he's asking me to come inside the house to get some of his... F- take a free puppy. Hmm. Yeah. My bullshit radar would have gone through the roof. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. I'd be like, what, you, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't want a puppy. So she went in. Gone. Yeah. That was it, mate. So it was all planned in a way. I obviously planned to take someone, but obviously... The yeah. opportunity came. Yeah, yeah, the opportunity came with it. Now, her family reported her missing, put posters up, police searched briefly, but took her off a missing persons list in 2003, which is insane, because she's fucking missing. Yeah, it's only been like, what, a year, not even a year, is it? But they they thought that she'd bolted and done one herself because of the problems with her yeah, son. Because right. The authorities thought that she and potentially her boyfriend were abusing the kid. Right, and that she was in trouble, so she just tried to escape sort of thing so as it, well. Yeah, it fits. They're like, ah, oh, we don't need to look for her. Well, isn't that more of a reason to yeah. look for her? Yeah, exactly. If if she assumes she's guilty of something, yeah. sure, that's a reason to look for her, yeah. Her son was eventually put into foster care because she was she was gone, man. So it's quite, it's real sad, mate. Yeah. Castro was a prick, mate. He told her nobody was looking for her anymore because she was worthless. Time and time again, he'd say that. Michelle was initially locked in a car in the garage for three days at first. I think most of the girls were. 
which is, I think he was just trying to like prep the house or something, yeah. you know what I mean? Fuck it, put him in there. It's like, it's like when you move fish into a new fish tank and you have to let them <laughs> settle in a bag for like half hour to an hour. Yeah, <laughs> get used to the climate, the climate and then... It's, it's exactly what it is. <laughs> it, it literally is exactly the same. Right, okay. So he was actually being kind. He didn't yeah. want to like shock her, you know, in yeah, terms of temperature. Yeah, yeah. Just put her in a car for three days, she'll be fine. <laughs> oh dear me. She was 21 when he, gra- when he grabbed her. Yeah. Pretty sad, man, pretty sad. Uh, he took her because he thought that she was a 13-year-old prostitute. <laughs> what? As if that makes it worse. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Imagine trying to do that in court. Right, yeah, you got me for the kidnappers. But look, I swear, <laughs> I thought she was a 13-year-old... I mean, shit, yeah, an 18-year-old yeah. prostitute. <laughs> yeah. She got treated a lot worse than the other girls. Right. Possibly because of this mistake. He didn't know that she was, you know... Right, okay. He just thought that, yeah, okay. Until she was in the house, he's like, fuck, I can't release you now because you'll grasp me up. Yeah. Looks like you're staying here yeah. forever. you got a new mate, yeah. <laughs> so next was Amanda Berry. Now, the day she disappeared was uh, April the 21st, 2003. It was, it was the day before her 17th birthday. Right, okay. Which is, uh, you know, she likes kidnapping him on like close like important events. Yeah. So yeah. the baby's hearing and her seventeenth birthday. Well, I don't know if that's an important important event a birthday. Because I don't think birthdays are really. But you don't do you? No. You don't give a fuck about birthdays. I you don't, don't give a fuck at all now. <laughs> really you know what? Do you want for your birthday, Rob? And he's like, nothing. I don't want anything. Don't then. care. If it's I want something, I'd ask for it, but I don't, so I won't. Yeah, that's the thing, man. If I don't get your birthday present from now on, if you want something through the year, I just ask care. me, and then I'll just get you something. The thing is, I don't care anyway, you know what I mean? I'm not like someone who goes, oh, no, I don't want anything, and they go, where's the fucking card? You know what I mean? Like, two uh, weeks down the line, I didn't even get a card. I, I don't give a fuck. Cards. I literally don't care. Cards are the What's fucking worst yeah. thing. They're worse than Hitler. Yeah. It's just another day. That's all it is. That's how I see it. Birthday cards. Yeah. People feel you were obliged to give one back. You didn't give me a card. I didn't want the one you gave me. It's very childish, isn't it? Fuck off with your cards. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to this what story. What was saying? Yeah, she, yeah seven, she, uh, she was 16. It was the day before her 17th birthday. She was working at a Burger King. Now, apparently she left early because I think her parents had a row or some shit. Yeah. And she wasn't like in good spirits. So her boss said, go on then. Off you go. You can go home early. She tried to call her boyfriend, who was due to pick her up later that night, but because she, she was early, yeah, had to give him a call. He didn't answer the phone, and that absolutely fucked her. Because if he'd answered the phone, she it wouldn't have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, she spotted me. Yeah, I know, mate. She spotted a dude in a van with a girl she knew called Angela Castro. Now Angela apparently got off and went shopping or some shit. She got out of the van and wandered off, as far as I could tell. And Castro approached Amanda and offered her a lift. Because she needed one, you know what I mean? She needed to get home. And she kind of knew him because she knew the, his yeah, daughter. Yeah. She was like, yeah, fuck it, why not? Off they went. And he pulled up onto the driveway. And um, as soon as he did, he asked if he could have a look at her mobile phone. Just This is early, early day mobile phone. Is right, like, okay. Well, they're not like fucking smartphones. They're like flip phones. But first of all, I'd go... Can I can I just <laughs> ask you? You've gone to the wrong house here. Yeah, what the That's fuck what we I'd do? be the first thing I'd say. So you've gone to the wrong house. My house isn't your house. Mm-hmm. So That'd be the first thing I'd say. So she, um, and then when he goes, "Give me your mobile," I'd be like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would, wouldn't you? I mean, what yeah. the fuck? But obviously, he he must be a bit of a charmer because she handed the phone over, and that was fucking it, mate. Confiscated it, and that was her uh, snatched, gone. Mm. Now, family reported her missing. They were desperate for her to come back, mm. um, and you know, police search ensued, and people. She was on the news. It was a massive deal, and eventually, 
it was thought that she too had, had run away. And her mother kept looking for her until her death. I think she died in 2006, her mum did. So oh, she no. never, yeah, I know, it's horrible, mate. She never found out what happened to her mm. daughter. She never knew her fate um, and continued to look, look for her for the rest of her life, never giving her hope. And I think the loss of her daughter probably ended up killing her in a way. Drastically affected. Like, mate, well, health. look, man, stress. Yeah, it's just health, isn't it? Yeah, of course. If, you, you know what I mean? If you've lost a, a child, I imagine that's bad, but if you've lost a child and you don't know what's got happened to them as well, that's no closure to mm-hmm. anything. You must, that must be, you must be ripping your eyes out each night trying it's, to figure yeah. out what the fuck's gone on. It's the not knowing that kills you, isn't mm-hmm. it? So, um, this is how much of a cunt our man Ariel Castro is. He called Amanda's mother mm-hmm. off her mobile phone and not telling her who he was, obviously. But he said, I've got your daughter. She's okay. I'm going to bring her. I'm going to like, release her, let her out, take her home in a few weeks. Now, police try to figure... I'd be like, what? I wouldn't be going, <laughs> oh, okay, that's okay. Why didn't she report? Well, she, she, did she, did know who she, she didn't know it was him. Oh, right, okay. He, he just said, she had a phone call from Amanda's phone saying, from a, a male voice, that essentially oh, right, said, okay. she's not dead. She's all right. I've got her. I'm going to release her. Now, th- now, the police tried to figure out where this call came from, but they couldn't figure it out, and yep. he didn't use the phone again, so they're at a bit of a loss, man. Now, that's what fucking... That's what kept her going. Because yeah. she knows she's... As far as she knows... The person's still got her alive, yeah. Fight. Someone's got her, and she knows that now. Hmm. Someone's Bastard. doing something to her. He's tormenting her, man, mm-hmm. ringing her up. What a fucker. He's a prick, isn't he? Yeah. Of the highest order. Yeah. So class, next... Class A prick. Yeah, class A, mate. Next... To go was and uh, final person to go was Gina De Jesus, another powerful name. She went missing, um, uh, and uh, Gina's father had actually he bought a car from the dad of one of, G- of from the friend of um, a class friend of Gina's. Okay, and uh, her name was Arlene Castro. Oh right, okay. <laughs> you see a pattern sort of yeah, emerging this is, yeah, here. It's just weird little pattern linking to her. Yeah. So after school, the day she went missing, Gina and Eileen wanted to go roller skating or some shit, uh, but Gina was grounded. Apparently, you're not allowed to go. You got to come home straight away. Because she's only 14, she walked mm-hmm. on the way. Our man Ariel he pulls up and says, um, "Have you seen Arlene, his daughter? He must have known that she was." Walking, of course, yeah, scoping her out, so to speak. And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, she's gone, she's gone down there." He said, "Would you mind just hopping in the van and uh, helping me find her?" And she's like, "Well, I know him, Darlene's dad. Uh, All was cool, yeah, gone, vanished." Again, a search went underway immediately. Police uh, were up against it because apparently they had one police officer covering the missing persons, like area section of the force and there was like hundreds and hundreds of people missing like you know people just drift away yeah, yeah. like you can't cover all of them no just put them in a file and wait for the, their body to turn up and then take them off the yeah, list most of the time when they're missing they're dead aren't they yeah, so yeah. yeah i get this mate Ariel cash that's what he should have done he should have got the list of like the 500 people <coughs> and go right I'm randomly going to throw a dart and it's a yes or no, dead, yes or no. Go, yep, 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 <laughs> yep no, yep, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right, 498 of them are dead. There's two which I think are missing. <laughs> <laughs> Castro knew Gina's family well. Now, he spoke to Gina's mum when she was handing out flyers and posters for her missing daughter. What a cunt. He even put posters up himself. What a cockwobbler. You know what I mean? He's a dick, isn't he? He, he attended vigils for Gina. He led a prayer service for her. He, he helped in, in searches. 
and even had this is I found this on this part really like shocking. He even had Gina's father around his house for like a couple of pints to help like comfort him over his daughter's disappearance. When in reality, she was like 15 metres behind him, chained to a pole, naked in a dark basement with two women, used as sex slaves. Fucking unbelievable. He's inviting him into his house and she's fucking over there, man. Yeah, just like, literally behind the wall. She was 14 when she went. Do, do we have any um, um, idea of what the, the, the basement place, wherever they're kept, um, what it was like? As in, I'm guessing you've got details of it, maybe. Well, they moved them around. They changed. It was obviously a dark stone basement, yeah. but they weren't. They weren't in there all the time. It's okay. a weird setup, man. Did did he? What I mean is, was it soundproofed up and done all sorts of shit like Not that? Not really. No, no. Nah. Just, he just went for it. He d- yeah, he okay. weren't like for it at all. Okay, right. He, 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 he didn't have like f- like f- locked doors which were like sixteen inch have, thick and all that. Yeah, he didn't have a bunker. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? And obviously Amanda and Gina, they had posters, missing posters everywhere. It was all around the neighbourhood. Like I say, all girls vanished on the same street, Lorraine Avenue, and they all sort of knew him in some way. And he obviously used that trust Mm -hmm. to snare them. He said that kidnapping and abduction was an addiction. uh, Was an addiction? Yeah, he was. He he knew it was wrong, but couldn't... Couldn't help himself. No, I think he's trying to use the addiction card to, like, deflect. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is going to be some sort of weird, like... Law probably where you, your sentence gets less if it's in some weird addiction or something. Well, it's a disease. Yeah. Is it fuck? It's not, mate. You just wanted... You, know what I mean? you couldn't fit any more people in there. That's why you only <laughs> went for free. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? You couldn't keep them under control. I wonder how many people are chained up in basements around the world. I man. know, yeah. Wow. Yeah, like screaming for help or whatever. I wonder if they've got access to podcasts and listen to this now. They're probably going, Do you up here, you fuckers. Yeah. Let me out. The house they were kept in is, um, unsurprisingly, a uh, a complete shit tip. Yeah. It was like a hoarder house, basically. Uh, It was kept like this to keep, apparently, to keep visitors away. So when people would come around his house and say... They go, oh, it's a shit tip. He's like, you can't come in, mate. I've got a fucking... I'm a tramp, Mm. basically. And, you know, I suppose it's it's a good way of... It's a good disguise. And also, all the shit in there probably helps muffle out noises as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah. When Amanda Berry turned 17, this is the second day mm-hmm. in ca- in a captivity, if you want to call it. I wonder if you got her a cake. Oh, there is some stuff on cakes in a bit. Oh, is there? Not, oh, it's, it's not about birthdays. Oh, right. He, he, on her birthday, he forced her. She's only been there 24 hours, mm. probably not even that. He forced her to have a shower with him before chaining her to a pole in the basement, completely naked. And there's another girl down there as well, so mm. she's like, fuck it Yeah, yeah. So she's coming this, down here. This ain't something where uh, you walk in and go, right, okay, I might have a, a rough day today, but I'll be out. Yeah. When you see another girl down there, you go, well, I ain't coming out here. Michelle Knight, was at this point, is like an emaciated... Completely filthy, yeah, yeah, malnourished, mentally broken lady, naked, chained to a fucking pole, mm. and then you get you'd be like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, I've got to get the fuck out of here yeah. quick as fuck, mate. He also chained uh, to on this on the seventeenth, took chained to a radiator in um, his bedroom, and they'd give him to, like that's because he was just gonna fuck her all the time, basically, mm. and give a bucket to piss and shit, and that's what the girls had to deal relieve. with. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, he only fed. Um, the girl's cold McDonald's, <laughs> which must have been fucking... Oh, you don't know, you, you, you look like you might like that. It's, um, it's, well, it's McDonald's, you know what I mean? True. Could have left a microwave in there for him, but 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck. Oh, I don't know, man. I reckon... He I reckon... was a proper cunt then, so he went and got McDonald's, right, and wait for it to go cold and then gave it to him. I just don't give a No, fuck, that, that, is, that is pure class A cuntiness, that, yeah. that is. Do you think a cold McDonald's is worse than a... Mac... It's better than a McDonald's that's been heated up in a microwave? Oh, I don't know. I've never tried a, a microwave. I reckon one. it'd just go fucking floppy, wouldn't it? it? Yeah, it'd just turn into like a like some sort of mushy gel, wouldn't it, or something? I had a Macos last night. Did you? Yeah. I feel like a horrible food slag when I do that. <laughs> Fucking gross, isn't it? It's all right. It's all good. So at the beginning of Amanda Berry's incarceration, she tried to keep count of the amount of times he was raping her. Um, right. By writing in like a, a diary. She had like pens and paper. He gave him some shit to sort of keep them occupied. Mm. She didn't like a sort of code. Now she wrote in a code because she figured that one day that people were going to read it and she didn't want a mother to read the exact words, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's open for interpretation, but it's getting the point across. You know what I mean? The grisly details aren't there. She wrote on April the 27th, it's Sunday, I've been gone six days, and so far he's raped me at least 25 times, which is impressive, well, to be fair. Well, it's, yeah. He said, no. he, she said, he makes me lie on my stomach while he does that really nasty thing again. It hurts so bad. Like you, uh, you can figure out what that is. Mm-hmm. She said, I can't help. He won't let me go. So I scream, let me go home or kill me. So at that point, he started to strangle her with a cord from a vacuum uh, while saying, I'm not here to kill you. And you're like, you're fucking joking, aren't you? You're yeah. hanging out the back of me and you're strangling me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and s- I'm locked in your basement. It's not like a, like some sort of kinky game. Yeah, and there's a woman that looks like Gollum in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck's going on? You're saying woman, like, woman looks like Gollum. Got an even more emaciated oh version of Gollum in the corner. This is outrageous. He said, I'm not here to kill you. I don't want to kill you. This is just about my sexual problem. Yeah. What fucking sexual problem is this? I mean, what? how are we in this situation? Yeah. You know it's what I mean? <laughs> fuck it out. This is my sexual problem. Um, it is a big problem, yes. I've got, I've got to admit, it's not something you can brush over, is it now? Yeah. How did it escalate you, to you this? You've gone past the point of being able to brush it over <laughs> and go... Should we just uh, be bygones, be bygones, and just call it a day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, it's it's a lot different to most people's sexual problems. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Now, the reason Amanda kept track of the abuse, or at least tried to, is because she was absolutely hell bent on collecting evidence for the trial. Yeah, yeah. And, and I suppose that kind of like um, gave her hope because that she was cataloging yeah, yeah. it, and she she was she knew that evidence in the event of a trial of of this magnitude would be. Absolute paramount. Yeah, it's a bit of foresight for you, isn't it? Mm. She also wrote down that he'd used to used to spit in her face and spit on her tits, claiming that her tits belonged to him. Apparently, he was obsessed with her with her knockers. Right, okay. Must have had a hell of a rack. Yeah, must have done, man. If it's going to drive you to do that to someone, I think he's just got a big problem. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> be honest. It's got nothing to do with ma- the tits. Tom. I don't think it's ma- matters who's down there, does it? Really? If they're locked I up, I they get in it. Your tits are. Yeah, yeah. If you've got the best tits in I the world, you might get locked in a basement. I think as soon as you walk in, right, no matter what, what is locked to that pole, you're gonna go, you fuck that, aren't you? It could be a dog, <laughs> it could be anything, you know what I mean? He's definitely had a go on it. She she had a photograph of a mother mm. like in her purse or a bag or, or whatever the fuck it was, and she managed to keep that. He didn't take it away from her. And she made a picture frame out of it with old cereal boxes and, and used that as kind of like a you know a beacon of hope. Yeah. She said she just sometimes when he was raping her, she'd look at the pictures of her mum to try and like consume. It sounds weird, doesn't it? That. But you've got to put yourself in the position that she's in. Yeah. She's trying to take herself away from me. And she said, I, 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 you know, I could hear my mother laughing. Not laughing at her, yeah, but yeah. like laughing. <laughs> she's <laughs> a fucking hack. <laughs> she's a fucking hell. She's trying to put joy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
When so, she, good times. Yeah, yeah, good times, eh? Yeah. It's a shame that she, you know, mum died and she didn't even fucking know. No. Castro would also show her reports on local newspapers about her disappearance and, and press coverage because it's quite a big deal. And he liked getting her to read interviews out loud that her mother had given to, you know, various newspapers. What is a fucking dickhead? Mate, he just fucking, he like, he relished in other people's torment, mm. clearly, because you wouldn't yeah, yeah. do this otherwise, would you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Thrived on it. Wanker. Evil prick. He was um he was also the master of mental torture. He'd play the girls off each other to destroy their trust. He'd try and make it a shady more shady than it is. Like, no, you can't trust anyone. Make them on the edge, you know what I mean? Who's gonna do what? He's saying that about you. Is that true? I don't know. Where am I? I'm fucking hungry. To be fair, if I was one of the two girls, I'd go, No matter what he says, we're locked in his basement. We've done nothing wrong here. Yeah. I have not said anything. Yeah, yeah. Why would I say anything about you, except for the fact you're locked in the basement with me and we're in the shit? We're in fucking proper shit here. Yeah, this is this this. That's the only thing I'd be able to say. So like the definition of up shit creek without a paddle, isn't it? Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Proper bad, proper mm. bad. He'd also say like, tell him I'm going to release you. I'm going to release you in like a week. Build their hopes up and then just fucking dash them. You know what I mean? They'd be like, we're not going to report you. We're not going to just let us out. And he'd be like, okay, okay, in a week. Nah. You know what I mean? The abuse is horrific, mate. It was all discussing a bit, but he was he was sometimes really kind and like really happy, only to like turn instantly and be mm. a, a horrific monster beating the shit out of them, raping them whilst they were chained up, with completely helpless. Mm. That's got to be unbelievably scary. Yeah, um, it's got to be. It's got to be. I can't imagine it. He'd hang, mate. He'd, he'd chain their ankles and like and their arms and like hang them. And then rape them. So you can't defend yourself. You're mm. completely incapacitated. Now, Michelle Knight, the first girl who was abducted, she had a t- he had, she actually had a TV. Um, he must have given her some form of entertainment. It's not all that bad. Every cloud. You know what I mean? I'll tell her. You know what I mean? <laughs> he wasn't a complete problem, problem is he probably put porn on it all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of them getting Just raped, probably. movies or something. Yeah. You want to watch a rape porn and you're the star of it. It's crazy, isn't it? Like, nope. Well, we're going to film one anyway. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Uh, Michelle Knight knew Amanda had gone missing because of the fucking TV. She was seeing her on the news, yeah, yeah, and then next thing she does, she fucking turns up and she's like, "Oh my god, that's you!" Yeah, fuck, you're, you're on the news. Yeah, yeah, we're in the shit, big star. Mm. And uh, he'd love to point out to Michelle that nobody was looking for her. They were looking for Amanda, but they weren't bothered about you. And someone saying that no one gives a shit about you. You know what I mean? No one cares about you. Just you're a worthless piece of shit. And as you can imagine. If you're doing this to people, you're probably not the type of person that keeps your house in spick span condition. I doubt it. Because you're slightly preoccupied, aren't you? Yeah, he's, he's, you know, having having a couple of puppies, for instance, as he was on about, would be manic around the house. But having two locked up people in your basement, free, got hot, free, yeah. By that point, sorry, three locked up in your basement, who you got to try and sort of keep in in check. I suppose in his mind, he's got to keep them in check, as in quiet. And do what he wants to do, yeah. and have the time to do other stuff. I doubt that his house is very tidy. Well, yeah. th- this is how he kind of like masked what he was yeah, doing. Yeah. He he put he bolted doors on the windows and like sheared the ends of the bolts off so you couldn't tamper with them. Now people question that because from the it's outside, the same, yeah, it's the same. What what, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, what? you've got yeah. literally got doors on the inside of your. Bolted, <laughs> you bolted w- your doors on your windows. Now he said when he was questioned, he was like, oh, "That's just for security." Right, it's a ropey neighbourhood. People are going to try and break in. You're like, into that shit box of a house. Yeah. Don't flatter yourself, mate. Yeah. 
Exactly. You know what I mean? All doors were padlocked, internal and external doors. And at first, the girls were chained up in the in the basement, like, like I say, by like their ankles mm. and their wrists, and also around their stomachs, the poles. So they're like, they literally can't fucking move. Mm. This is like, you know, kind of war <laughs> fucking prisoner sort of shit that he's doing to them. Yeah. And in the later years, I think that they got their own rooms. That, that, you know, he gave them a bit more space, but they were always chained up <coughs> and chained to each other through the walls. Like, if you go on the internet, you can see holes in the bottom of the wall wow. where he'd keep them fucking... You know what oh, I mean? So he'd keep them together so they could not... Literally, they got the wall stopping them. Which is the fucking letterbox in the wall. Yeah, so there's literally, like, there's there's no way they can move because they'd be pulling each other each way and not one of them can't escape without trying to get the other one through the wall. Well, I <laughs> think that's kind of like a way that he would potentially do that. The only way I think, why, what's the fucking point of doing that? It's so you can't rag the chains, like you can't wrap your hands around it and start fucking wrenching them out of the wall because there's somebody on the other side yeah, of it going, fuck it, stop pulling, you're pulling me ankle through the wall. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a sort of a built-in, self-perpetuating security device. Mm. And the only times they were unchained is when he took them out of rooms to uh, to rape them. <laughs> and then he'd just chain them up straight away. And, and this is what you're talking about, birthdays. Instead of celebrating their birthdays, he'd he, he just totally disregarded that. He'd celebrate their abduction days by giving them cake. Abduction day? Yeah. Happy abduction day. You're like, yeah, great, thanks. Happy abduction day to you. Fucking day to you know what I mean? A, he's fucking tapped to, to Fockville. <laughs> he is, yeah. isn't he? Probably yeah. he's from pl- planet Fockville, probably. Mate, fucking unbelievable. This all of this madness didn't go to abduction day. You'd be like, are you taking the fucking piss, mate? Yeah, yeah, I know. I, know. You know what I mean, you, you've done enough damage as it is. Let's be honest. You know what I mean? Oh no, it's mad, isn't it? Mm. It's fucking mental. And as I say, all this didn't go totally unnoticed because people saw what they thought was a good dude entering like a boarded up house with shitloads of fast food every day. Like fast food for three, I'm guessing he's having eaten it as well. Yeah. It's quite a lot of fucking, I mean, unless you give him like a burger. But even then, you know, you're going in with a bag, ain't you? Mm. What's all the food for? Mm. You know what I mean? Mate, they ate Mackey's every day for 10 years. Fuck. Fuck Morgan Spurlock. He can supersize the fuck off yeah. because... How, m- how much did he spend on Mackey's? Well, it was enough to keep him... He couldn't... Well, he, he must have been shit at cooking. He couldn't be asked. He didn't have time to. Yeah. He didn't, did he? No. Let's be honest, he didn't have time to, probably. That's probably what it was about. He probably didn't have the time because he was going on the rape at least that's five times a day, that's mate. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. He didn't for, have time for it. For an old dude, that's pretty impressive. Mm. He was 52 when he was done. He was raping at least five times. He's probably having naps in between and all that as yeah, well. leaving so. kids on the bus, man. Mm. It makes me think, like, ladies, you've got to learn a martial art. Everyone's got to learn some form of way of defending yourself because you don't know how vulnerable you are. Someone just grabs a hold of you. Not just women, than you. Any, anyone's That's vulnerable. I mean. Yeah, yeah. And they can overpower you because they're stronger than you. You're fucked, Phil. Yeah. You, just, you, you are fucked. And they're just going to do whatever the fuck they like with you. Mm. You're going to end up in a basement eating cold Mackies for 10 years. Look like a grubby golem. It's fucking bad, that isn't it? He'd force the girls to wear motorcycle helmets when he was raping them to muffle their cries. And like, if their screams got too loud, what he'd do is he'd take the helmet off, smack them about a bit, shove an old sock in his mouth, probably the one he's wearing, duct tape that in over their mouth, and then put the helmet back on. It's like a double muffler. Fucking hell. And then he'd give them one up the muffler. Hmm. Rotten in it, mate. Yeah. He'd crack on, you know what I mean? Banging away. 
It's a proper weapon. He he, he knew what he was doing, didn't he? he knew oh, how yeah. to stop, make it, you know, less, what, what do you call it, put a silence on, on everything. He's muffled, yeah, he yeah. just muffled him. Bastard. This is fucking mental, mm. isn't it? All week, I've been reading about this shit. Yeah. All fucking week. You want to see, ha- you know Hannah's not around now. No. She's fucking chained up in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. Whilst he was doing this, like putting motorcycle helmets on her mouth and duct taping socks into their... Into the, the, he was he was he forced them to say, "Tell me that you love it. Tell you want it. You want it. Tell them, tell me I'm sexy." And like, because he was just like some sort of fucking egomaniac. They realised that praise would and flattery would would calm him down and massaging his ego was like is a, is a good way to uh, stave off some of the beatings yeah, yeah. and some of the rapes. Sometimes it works. You know, most of the time it didn't. Now, whenever he left the house. He duct taped their mouths closed and they're chained up and you've got duct tape over your mouth. Now, I've got, it's not really problems, I've got problems with this all over the joint, but I don't understand how after years of this happening, you can't get out. His house is a wooden house. I mean, I know I've not in that situation. Mm. I know I've not been beaten and mentally destroyed, but you've got, I can't, I've got to get out of something. I can't understand. If you if he takes the chains off you for fucking one second, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking it, man. Even if he doesn't take the chains off, you just but wrap them around you, his head. You might be able to the fuck. I know it's obviously you don't want to be there long, but if you if you know a routine that he does, for instance, say every fifth day he's away for five six hours, you think of a plan in the week and get the fuck out of there. You know yeah. what I mean? If you're frightened to a, to have a go at him with your cuffs off. Think there's got to be some sort of way of getting out, and you know, what I mean, it's mind you, they probably tried, but you don't know, do you? Because, no. like you say, you weren't in that situation, yeah, so. yeah. It just seems to me 10 years and it's a wooden house, mm. it's a shed, yeah. Just you, I don't know, mate. Kick, no, that's just frustration on my behalf. Kick, fucking kick through the wall, just try something, man. Mm. Anything, just keep trying, just be a fucking right pain in his ass. Just yeah. every time he comes in, just drop the fucking nut on him. Just go nuts. Just just fucking lose your head. Yeah, he's, he clearly isn't going to kill you because he didn't kill anyone by the sound of it. Well, so. he didn't kill anybody that was... Known of. Previously alive. Let's, oh, that sounds a bit odd. He didn't kill any any fully formed people. We'll get right, to it in okay. a bit, mate. Ariel Castro's son, Anthony, I think he, actually, he was called Ariel Castro as well, but he mm. changed his name because he was like, Fuck that cunt. He's a dick. Yeah. yeah, he was in the house two weeks before they were all rescued. And he says that he kept the basement, the garage, and the attic completely off limits. Like, even family members, they were padlocked shut. Nobody was allowed to go in there. Mm. Now, I know their hands are chained up and the mouse duct taped, but come on, man. Every single time? Yeah. God, there's got to be a fucking... There's got to be a chance of getting out. This, yeah, but it's, like you say, you don't know to in that situation, I suppose. But like fucking, yeah, I think I'd try or die, basically. Yeah. At, at that point, I think I'd be trying or dying. Well, it does kind of get to that for poor Gina later on. She right. just has enough, but well, anyway. So I, I thought, okay, the, did the neighbours hear anything? They must have heard something. Now, they said that it was a very quiet house, but every now and then he'd play loud music. That was his... That was his raping music, I think, right, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Castro with his rape music on again. The postman, he, did they see anything? Postman said he'd been on the porch every day for 10 years and didn't hear a thing, didn't suspect a thing. You didn't suspect a thing. There's fucking doors bolted on the windows on the inside. Mm. That's not normal, man. That ain't normal at all. Castro didn't like people standing outside his house and would 
often just come out and say, Fuck. imagine being a burglar, breaking into that, and you go, Fuck, it must be something wicked down in that basement because it's all fucking, he's bolted doors from the inside, you know what I mean, onto windows, must be a lot of cash in there, you go in there and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> Absolutely, mate, yeah. you know what I mean? So I think what we should do now is grab a couple more Britney Spears and then uh, play some tunes and we'll come back and talk about some really, really nasty stuff. Okie dokie. In it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a, he's a proper fuck up. He's, a, he's a, a calamity of a man. Yeah. I don't understand what possesses someone to even contemplate doing this. Yeah, I know. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's just a pure and utter fucker. Yeah. A weapon and a half. Mm. So, you know, you were saying about like, um, uh, did he kill anyone? Yeah. This is the part that kind of covers that. In some respects, and Michelle okay. Knight was forced by Castro to deliver Amanda Berry's baby. Okay, after he obviously got her pregnant, got knocked up through raping her. Yeah. Now Jocelyn was born on Christmas Day in a plastic paddling pool in the basement of his house. Right. <laughs> I just just reading that made me just yeah, yeah. fucking what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, he did this. He put her in a pool, basically locked her up, and made her do that to. Uh, Contain the mess because it's easy just oh, to right, pick okay, the paddling yeah. pool up. He told Michelle as well that if the baby dies, I'm going to kill you. So right. you've got to fucking keep this baby alive. Okay. Because this is like a home birth and nobody's a doctor. Yeah. So you've got a fucking mental geezer who's raping everybody. Yeah. You've got a poor, poor woman that. You're about to have a kid who's, from a, who's been raped silly. Which from, is yeah. terrifying. And you've been told, as the other rapey or whatever you call them, yeah. right? That you've got to deliver a baby <laughs> that you've got to deliver a baby which you've never done before and it's not it's gonna not die and yeah. you're in a fucking squat basically yeah. you're just in a paddling pool in cha- on ch- in chains mate yeah you know what I mean what the fuck apparently at one point the baby started breathing and uh, Michelle was like oh fuck she gave it mouth to mouth to keep it alive mm. did the job though um, and even after the baby was born he showed absolutely no mercy kept Amanda in chains the whole time even up to the point when um, the baby was able to crawl and move around he still kept her in really really short chains and the baby would just crawl off and you know start fucking sticking its finger in plug sockets and shit and she's like come yeah. here yeah because she, she can't get to, her, to the oh, it's fucking, what the fuck I know mate you know what I mean he'd also beat Amanda if the baby cried Right, okay. That's obviously, because he, she's forcing him to. Or was it sound? He? Was it? Is it a he? Like, no, it's a girl. Yeah, a girl. Little the girl to cry. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because baby. It was noise in it. Fucking dickhead. Can't can't be having no noise, and I can't duct tape the fucking kid's mouth shut. So stop it from crying. Otherwise, I'm going to kick the fuck out of you. He's he's fucking weird, mate. He used to call Amanda his wife. He made everyone refer to as a wife. Now, towards the end of her incarceration, incarceration. Sorry, Amanda started to say that she was uh, I say feelings but she was developing some form of emotion towards him because she'd seen the the way he could be an absolute horrific monster 
And and when the child was born, he had a tender side and would care. And because that's her kid, mm. she started to actually like get feelings. Uh, what the? F- that's like yeah. proper Stockholm syndrome shit. And it's yeah, weird, that isn't is, it? That is Stockholm syndrome style. You get know? the fuck away from my kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. These chains off. It's like a wild animal just going to go for you. Mm. <laughs> it's awful, mate. It's crazy because Castro was seen multiple times in later years walking around the neighbourhood with a young girl. People saw it. Turns out it was little Jocelyn, but nobody said shit. They just thought, who's that? Why has he got a fucking... Why has he got a little toddler walking around? Who's this toddler? Has he got a girlfriend? No. What well, the fuck? Where's this? Com- what's going on? Yeah. Who, who is that geezer? Oh, he's the bloke who lives in that boarded up house. Hmm. And now he's got a kid walking. And there's a kid coming in and out of that house. You know what I mean? Weird. And he's taking in loads of takeaway food. What the fuck, yeah. (laughs) Amanda would try and shield uh, her daughter from, like, the the horrifying circumstances that they found themselves in. She even set up, like, a little classroom to, like, teach her. She tried to make it as normal as possible. She'd walk her to school Mm. down, like, a corridor and pretend to be... Oh, it's the same. She could have ran away then, but I know what you mean in the house. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. uh, Because at this point, when the kid's moving around, he's a bit more relaxed, but they're still fucked. But she'd, like, pretend to walk her to school and say, I'm going to drop you off now. Off you go into the classroom. See you later. Have a good day. And then she'd go into the classroom and say, right, here we go. She's bless her, man. Mm. She's trying, trying her absolute best, yeah. She knows she's getting out. That, to me, is like, we're getting the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, we are going to get out. I've got something to live for as well. As in, like, I know she had something to live for because she was doing all the pictures and all that before, but still also, that's another reason to go, right, we're getting the fuck out. And yeah. He's getting fucked in the ass. Yeah, yeah. Full change. Properly, you know what I mean? Mm. Hard. Now, Michelle Knight, as we said earlier, she got treated a lot worse than the others. Mm. Poor girl. She reckons... He got her preggers at least five times during her prolonged stay in his house, shall we say. Now, obviously, there weren't five babies kicking about. Because he's beaten the shit out of her before. Yeah. when he realised that she was pregnant. Well, yeah, exactly, mate. Spot on. Exactly. According to Michelle, each time she displayed any t- signs of pregnancy, he would starve her. That'd be the first thing he'd do. Just mm. take food away. And then he'd start to, if that didn't do the job, he'd start punching her. And jumping on her stomach, like double-footed. What? Just like fucking jumping on her. Just, and like throw, he'd hit her with weights, like dumbbells, and he threw her down the stairs, he'd slam her into walls, all to try and make her miscarry. And and it fucking worked. It's fucking crazy. I know, yeah. He, uh, when it did work, and she lost the baby, he called her a whore and a murderer, after he's obviously raped her and killed her babies. Yeah. What He's deferring blame again. That's you. Yeah. That's you, yes, that yeah. is. Yeah. You've done that. Like, what the fuck are you on about? You made me do this. Mate, he forced her to look at a dead child before disposing of it in like shoe boxes. He'd be like, he'd open the box and go, look, there's your kid. Here's your dead kid. <laughs> He's a fucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nuts in it, mate. Yeah, it's, just, it's just how? How can you be that much of a prick? You know what I mean, mate? He made her feel so. I mean, he made her feel really bad, but she got the brunt of it. He killed her babies, but forced her to deliver Amanda's again, Mm -hmm. making her feel totally worthless. Now, none of the captives saw a doctor the entire time they were held. Now, considering they were there for 10 years and went through beatings and beatings and beatings, and at least six babies were, you know, born in inverted commas, that's a fucking miracle. Yeah, that is, yeah. That they're okay now. Especially in the shithole as well. You know what I mean? And tied up to shit and just... Got to be super malnourished, not going outside, possible, but somehow staying alive. 
Right, he's, he's killing her babies time and time again, and there's nothing she could do. Every time the fucking door opened, you'd be thinking, yeah, what's, what's going to happen? Yeah, what's what? What is my day in tolling? <laughs> you know what I mean? What's going to happen? Yeah, what's next? <laughs> what what's going to happen? What is this maniac going to yeah. do to me? Whilst I'm, that's the thing, man. When you're t- for some reason, it's, it's being chained up and unable to defend yourself while somebody does whatever the fuck they like to you. Mm. is awful you can't I can't, you can't ima- it's like you can't imagine how helpless you'd feel yeah you know what I mean she didn't shower for at least eight months as far as I could tell I watched one interview and she said it was eight months before she'd had and she looked at herself in a mirror saw how fucked up she was so at least eight months no shower she was covered in blood bruises dirt piss mm. shit her eyes were bloodshot from crying constantly which is horrendous yeah. to think about Covered in insect bites, pale as fuck, because she wasn't going outside. It's clear he hated women. Mm. Why is he doing this? Mm. You know what I mean? So, Gina de Jesus, she actually kept a diary as well when she was locked up. She'd write in it and draw more pictures because she's 14 when she went in, man. Mm. You know what I mean? And it helped her deal with the shit. You know, it helped her get through it, Mm -hmm. putting, putting her thoughts down. And it's fucked up, man. She described the first time that he raped her when she was 14. And she wrote... It's horrible. It, it, he seems angry. He, it's like he wants to hurt me as much as he can. And I'm screaming and crying. And I'm beating him back, but it's useless. I'm crying and bleeding. I've been terrified he would do this. I want to die. I try to cover myself with clothes. After he raped me, he said, we've got to celebrate. This was your first time. He said the rapes were completely relentless. Michelle was raped six to seven times a day. How is, he, how is he raping all these people that much? I don't know. It's it's fucking crazy, isn't it? What constitutes as a rape? But there's going to be someone out there who probably m- might listen to this because we've got sick bastards listening going, fucking hell. They fuck might so listen six, to this. Six in the basement. Yeah, and you know, yeah. I'm fucking doing them ten times a day. Oh, it's got to wear your mouth out, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah mate, they might listen to this. Mm-hmm. Quite possible. If you are, man, you f- brave women, man. You're yeah. solid. Fucking hell. Kudos, man. Kick the geezer in the bollocks and run. Another example of mind games, he, he'd tell Amanda that she could write letters home to her mother and he would deliver them, um, but he never did. So she'd like, yeah, I yes. think by the time she got out, she'd written 1,200 pages, some on like paper, other on mm-hmm. fast food, like napkins, because he, he'd like stop giving them shit to write on. Mm. Uh, I'm struggling to see how at the very least you couldn't jump the fucker at this point. How yeah. could you not? You'd, you'd have a plan wouldn't you, with, all, with all of you, if need be. If you can't, if you don't think you can take him, take him on your own, you try and have some plan. When when you're all together at some point, you go give each other the wink and go fucking go nuts at him and just try and fucking get him. Yeah, yeah. He's beat him, beat him to death if need be, and then just scream as loud as you can constantly. Yeah, that's it. As soon as the, the yeah, I don't think the American police, especially American police, probably would hear you. Probably get done for murder, even though you go what the fuck have been down in ten years. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like in America, they go yeah, fair dues. So you said before, did you say like you'd, you'd pr- kill yourself through death? Did you say that earlier? I said I'd try or die. Try or die. Well, Gina, she played Russian roulette with him. Just like just so desperate for the, the, the torment to stop. She mm. wanted an end to it. She let him shoot and fire a loaded weapon at her head. So, like span the revolver. I think it was Magnum. Span the revolver. She went do it and he went click and she went, give me the gun, you'll go. And he bottled it. He bottled it then. Yeah. yeah. Fucking pussy. She's that desperate to get out, man. She's like, just fucking kill me. Kill me. Do you know what I mean? Mm. What a fucking pussy. What a prick. 
Sometimes he would trick them into thinking they could escape by leaving doors open, kind of like only to lie in wait and then catch him in the act and then beat the shit out of him. Now he was doing this to scare them into thinking that we can never get out and even if we, it looks like we can, it's a trap, mm. it's a trick and he's going to get us. But man, at that moment, that moment, if, if he's let a door, if he's making you think you can get out and you're not chained up, that's your fucking moment. Yeah, you, you just go after the first or second beating, right? You'd go, right, he's doing it again. I'm prepared for this. I'm just going to go out and just fucking just go. Yeah, yeah. Adorking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have to, wouldn't you? Spinning back. Yeah, what you'd be like, any, I'm going to die or die trying. You want, you'd want the cunt to, if you could see at the angle, like just to try and hide behind the door. And you just go out to the door and just go, fuck it, bash, bash, and just keep fucking doing it, wouldn't you? I mean, obviously, I've never been in that position. No, but so still, I'm talking. Yeah, you I'm, don't I'm know. Sitting yeah. here, you know, with a beer, doing a podcast. I'm, of course, I'd be crying like a baby the whole time. I don't know what it's like. I'm just saying that. It's going to be shocking, isn't it? So, um, Israel Lugo, he was a neighbour. He called the feds in 2011. Because uh, his his sister apparently told him that she saw a woman with a baby inside Castro's house, banging on the window, screaming, looked like she wanted to get out. So this is like, all right then, okay, we got a uh, we got something going down here. Yeah. He said that also she saw three girls with leashes around their necks crawling around the back garden. What? Do something, fool! So the cops came. They he says that they knocked on the door, like banged on it you know, for a couple of minutes or whatever. Didn't answer it, obviously, because he's not going to, yeah. is he? And then they, they had a look around the driveway, jumped back in the cop car and drove off. Uh, and he was like, they didn't do anything. You know, like, well, stop fucking blaming them. Mm. You, you've you seen it happen. You You'd do go something. go in yourself, wouldn't you? You, you? you go, are you sure? And you go and look at yourself and then go, okay, right, there is something dodgy going on here. You'd break, try and break in yourself. Yeah. Because you, you probably got a chance against him and just fucking get a gun. Just I'd just befriend him, I would. Yeah, yeah, you would, wouldn't you? I'd try and be his best mate. Yeah, and then just fucking get in there and fucking... Under the radar. I'd twat him. You'd uh, you'd have to befriend him, and then you'd have to get to a point where I'd think, right, that he's left his door open because we're chatting or something. Twat the cunt. Like, proper fuck him up. <laughs> I mean, proper. And if you're wrong, you're wrong. You go, look, this is what I was I told. Know, this man. is what I suspected. That's the reason why I've done it. I know it sounds mental. But that's why I did it. Uh, we're just playing Captain Hindsight. We ain't meaning yeah. it. We don't no. know. You know what I mean? There was a, another time that a neighbour said that her daughter saw a naked lady crawling around on all fours in the garden and nothing was done. And that's the thing, man. People don't do anything these days. They do fuck all. It's got nothing to do with me, bruv. No worries. I'm not touching it. Yet they stand in front of the TV cameras when it's all kicking off. Yeah. Trying to get their 15 minutes of fame like a gormless fucking div. Okay, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Unbelievable. One of Ariel Castro's mates was in his house like two weeks before they got out and he actually said he saw the little one. She was climbing over some fucking pile of rubbish in the corner. And yet, he said he spoke to her. She was quite, you know, happy, seemed all right. But who's that kid? Yeah, that's what I've been the first. You go, who's, who's kids? Is this your kid? This, you know what I mean? What, who, who, what? Where's you know that kid from? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Dum, da, dum, dum, dum. Yeah. Or, or, or are people just saying that because they want to get on fucking TV? Fuck knows. Might be. That's what I mean. It might be. Oh, I've got a story. I there's, went a in lot, there. there's a lot of people who bullshit when things pop up, don't they? All yeah, the time. 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. I reckon a lot of it's bollocks that you hear. And that, oh, yeah, we saw people in the garden. Well, why didn't you do anything then? Yeah, yeah. If you saw a woman chained up naked in the garden, 
Um, I don't think you'd go, oh, it's some weird sex game that he's playing. You just go, are you okay, love? Immediately, you go, are you all right? Yeah. If you can see her, you see her, you probably can talk to her. So, yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Are you okay? And if she goes, no, I'm fucked, because that's basically probably the the, the, um, most lenient thing she's going to say about the situation. That's when you go, right, something needs to be done here. I look like Gollum. Yeah. You know what I mean? He didn't even let his mother in the house, mate. So if you're looking at as a neighbour, his mother's not even mm. allowed in the house. But towards the end, people started hearing screaming and pounding on the walls. And they even reported seeing a little girl looking out the attic window, which is freaky. Yeah. <laughs> Some sort of like American Halloween horror movie. And people were saying, what are the noise, mate? What's all that fucking noise? He said, oh, it's just my dogs. And he meant that. You know what I mean? Mm. He really did. And then Michelle was trying to reason with him and she'd say, look, mate. Do you not understand what you're doing to us? Because he loved his kid, Jocelyn, the, the, the girl that was born to Amanda. Mm. She, she said, what happens if someone kidnapped your daughter and chained her up in a basement mm. for fucking 10 years and How would you feel abused about that, her? Yeah, yeah. And he just responded via assaulting her. Oh, uh, yeah. Because he deflect blame. It's not me. Yeah. Just fuck. It. I suppose that's like basically spelling it out. There's no, you can't interpret. The, you can't defer blame on that. It's a fun. You know what I mean? So it all changed when Jocelyn was born. That's when it started to kind of like, you know, change. He he, he didn't chain her up. Obviously, he loved her. She was allowed to move somewhat freely around the house. And I think it was because of this. In the last two years of the uh, of the woman's incarceration, he incha- he unchained him a little bit more. Mm. Maybe because because the kid was becoming more aware of her surroundings, right, and was starting to see how the women were being treated. You know, this isn't necessarily something that a kid should see, and even he even he saw that. Anyways, two weeks before they escaped, the public actually held a vigil to mark the tenth anniversary for the disappearance of Amanda Berry. Yeah. TV crews, big deals, people out there holding like you know, banners up or whatever. Um, little did they know that she was about two or three mile away, chained to the wall with a six-year-old daughter that she gave birth to in a paddling pool in a basement. It doesn't even seem real, does it, that? No. On the 6th of May 2013, at about 5.45pm, Jocelyn, who was allowed downstairs, came up to tell her mom Amanda, that Castro's car was gone. And the front door was unlocked. He actually had two doors. He had like a screen door, like, you know, like stop the bugs or whatever from getting in. Yeah. And then he, he had a bigger door. Uh, that one was the one that was locked, the screen door. <clears throat> now, this is why I think he was, after 10 years, this isn't a mistake. Right, yeah. You've been doing this for 10 years. You don't, that's, it's routine as yeah, fuck. Yeah, well, yeah, it's kind of like waking up, isn't it, for him, I suppose. I reckon he was—he's di- kind of like I've got no exit, up, tra- yeah. exit plan. He probably wanted out at this point. He probably wanted out like the first day after it. Probably imagine, but he knew if he'd done that, he was going to get done, and he's carried on for ten years. And then we probably got to a point where he's just gone. Well, I've, I, I can't deal with this anymore. Even though he's been dealing with it ten years and done mental horrible shit, but well, still, and and as well, like he had taxes on his house. So I yeah, think yeah. he knew that at least the. Um, That's probably what it's about. It's probably not any guilt whatsoever. Sorry, I was saying like it's got a bit of guilt. That basically, oh no, 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 it's no. got no guilt. No, no, no. So um, anyway, she was like, "Fuck this, let's roll, let's get the fuck out of here." Yeah, yeah. And she tried to force the door open, but it wouldn't move. Mm. It's probably because she's emaciated. She's yeah. fucking weak because she's been locked up, and she was too scared to bust the door open because she thought he might be testing her again. She didn't want to get hurt, basically. Mm. 
And like, if that's the case, just grab a fucking chair and smash the fucker over good when he comes back. Yeah, yeah. So instead, she screamed like fuck. And she's like saying, you know, whatever, man, to get get attention. And she put her arm out through the door because it would it, it would open like about a few, like two or three inches on a padlock chain so she could get her hands out. And yeah. she was screaming, waving. And a dude called Charles Ramsey, he lived over the street. He heard her crying and could see her hands sticking out, waving about. And he booted the bottom half of the door through so she could crawl out. Now, Charles is an absolute fucking legend this dude is he told tv crews uh, and reporters that he said i knew something was very wrong when a pretty white girl jumps into the arms of a black man something is wrong here. <laughs> that's what he said yeah. that's what he said something is wrong. so he kicked the door in because yeah, obviously yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he got her out basically yeah, yeah, yeah. um so what we'll do now is we'll play a clip because immediately after she got out she was straight on the on the trombone to the to nine one one. Yeah, yeah. Same fucking hell. Yeah, I'm alive. So we'll play the clip now, and this is the her, her, her first phone call in like fucking ten years. Fucking hell. You need police, fire, or ambulance? I need police. Okay, and what's going on there? I've been kidnapped, and I've been missing for 10 years, and I'm, I'm here. I'm free now. Okay, and what's your address? Uh, 2207 Seymour Avenue. 2207 Seymour. Looks like you're calling me from 2210. Huh? It looks like you're calling me from 2210. I can't hear you. It looks like you were calling me from 2210, Seymour. Yeah, I'm across the street. I'm using the phone. Okay, stay there with those neighbors. Talk to the police when they get there. madness isn't it yeah man that's intense isn't it yeah. can you hear it in a voice it's kind of like it's surreal you know what I mean like it's not real he, that, that 911 guy he sounded like a bit of a helmet he didn't seem he was like yeah alright we're sending the cop I don't think he understand, like, understood the severity of, no. of what was occurring he probably didn't know who she was or what was going on he just you know what I mean probably thought it was some sort of just a, a domestic he probably thought and then she's just saying this to get get him there or some bollocks like that but yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, it's, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they must get so many crazy phone calls all the yeah, time. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, whatever, we're sending in. She's like, no, listen. Yeah, I need him now. Yeah, yeah. You've got to get here now. Yeah. I've been missing for 10 years. I think at that point, you, you, I know you, you take everything serious, but what I mean is you'd go, right, 10 years, you know what I mean? You go, well, got to get someone onto that. It doesn't matter if it's a false one or not. It's p- pretty paci- pacific? Pr- specific. Specific. Pacific, the it's ocean. Pretty Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Um, it's specific that she said that 
and she knew his age, his name, and all that. So you know, what I mean, fucking hell, it's shocking, isn't it, mate? Yeah. So uh, until the pl- the police swarmed the scene and bust into the house, nobody really knew what the fuck was going on. And then they found the two, the, t- the other two women. Uh, Michelle jumped into the officer's arms. Apparently, she just like fucking leaped on him. She was eighty pounds when she got out. And was close to death from infections and malnourishment, which is eighty pounds at thirty six kilogram or. Five stone, seven lily. Mm. Uh, now, um, both Michelle and Gina were found naked and brought out of the house in blankets. And apparently they were shaking, visibly shaking. Neighbours could see their legs just trembling when they were being... I mean, that's, you know, you can only imagine mm. the terror and, and yet relief. It doesn't even seem real, does it? No. Now, Castro wasn't present when all this was going down. He was uh, he was at McDonald's getting arrested, getting himself a Macca's and the police busted him. The press were everywhere. Full twenty four seven. He just fucked up big time. Then he wasn't. I thought he might have tried to fuck off or something. And then he's just gone right. Wasn't no. It was a normal day. He was at Macca's. He just fucked up. Yeah, he was with his brothers at Macca's. It was a normal, normal. Well, yeah. It seems it, but it's I, I obviously sus- not a normal day because you know I mean? he's been arrested this time. So now, now all the girls were taken to hospital. Amanda and Gina were released pretty quickly, but Michelle had to stay for like a week or something because she was fucked. Yeah, yeah, a bit touch and go actually mm. whether she'd. She'd live, um, and uh, you know, because like infections and beatings and continuous violent, brutal rapes. After mm. the women got out, the press and the, you know public followed them everywhere, which is kind of like understandable. But they were lying in the streets. Yeah, Leave yeah. them alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's fucking must be so surreal. Yeah, everything. You know what I mean? The fact that you've been kidnapped. The fact that you've come out alive. The fact that you're kind of like a hero now, in a way. For yeah, Charles Ramsey was the geezer who got her out. Yeah, but I mean, like, because the pressure around her, around them all the time, and they're always, you know, probably doing everything they can for them and all that. It's kind of must be weird. Amanda and Gina went home to their families, and Michelle, when she was actually released, like a week later or whatever, she she stayed with Gina and her family. She didn't want to be with her, with her crew, because even after ten years, man, she didn't want to go back to her own mum and dad or whatever. Fucking hell, they must have been right bastards. <laughs> or rather, that <laughs> that Rodriguez, what his name is again, Castro. Yeah, Castro. There we go, <laughs> Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah. Castro. So I was thinking of the dancer then, wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I wouldn't rather. That little, I didn't look into. Yeah, how I imagine how bad you'd feel if you're that family. She didn't want to come back to see you. No, I don't and know what. That's what I mean. Her life is tragic. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Mm. Castro called himself a sexual predator and he blamed all the women, said it was their fault for their kidnappings because they got into the car. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> I mean, we can go on to the trial now. We're not going to spend a great deal of time going over this mm-hmm. because, A, it would take fucking forever because it was yeah, over yeah. 900 criminal charges, but we know he did it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So the prosecution went for a death penalty, um, and th- which f- for murder, basically, because apparently a fetus has personhood in Ohio. yeah. yeah. Instead, he pleaded guilty to over 900 criminal charges to avoid the death penalty and was sentenced to life in prison plus a thousand years without bail. Fucking hell, he's got a bit of a white then, hasn't he? <laughs> Fucking thousand years is hilarious, isn't it? A thousand years? Come on, man, that's just... W- a million years! Yeah. <laughs> 1645 billion light years away. This doesn't mean anything, a no. thousand years. Now, the, the victims... The girls didn't want him executed. They wanted him alive. They wanted him to stay alive. And they wanted him locked up, as he'd done to them, and, mm. and punish him. They wanted his freedom to be taken. Mm-hmm. Um, they say that, you know, he says that 
he didn't beat the women as he claimed to in court this was he said that he didn't torture them he said I'm not a violent monster I'm a, no- <laughs> I'm a normal person what yeah every normal person go go into their basement and see the three women tied up yeah yeah fuck's sake he said the sex was consensual you're like what mate they're chained up they're ch- yeah yeah, yeah. with an with a, a old sock taped in their mouth and a motorcycle helmet on fucking unbelievable oh, they want it they fucking donut imagine trying to be his defence lawyer <laughs> yeah, you just be like, you, "This is a lost cause." Yeah, you just—you're not defending anything. The only thing you're defending, I suppose, in his defence laws would be the time that he's going to yeah. have in prison. Which yeah. you go, mate. Even if they reduce it to fucking a hundred years, yeah. you're dead anyway. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He also said the atmosphere around the house was that of harmony. <laughs> For you, yeah. Yeah, You know what I mean? And going further, he claimed that he was actually the victim because he was sick. He was addicted to sex. Like an alcoholic is addicted to booze. Mm. The judge is like, shut the fuck up. Sit down, you fucking muppet. A thousand years. You fat puff. (laughs) 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 Just really piss him off. Say something like that to really piss him off. Because he'd be like, what? And then we'd probably start going mad then, wouldn't they? Right, he's a fucking little dirty gremlin, this geezer is. He said he didn't have any suicidal thoughts. Um, he was on suicide watch after his arrest because it was not that he was likely to kill himself. It was a fact that we need to get this cunt to court. Yeah. We have to fucking... Yeah, you can't just get the easy way out. Mm, yeah, yeah. And they did. They got him into court and he was obviously found guilty. He sentenced to a thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> you sentenced to a thousand million years. It's just silly, isn't it? Yeah. And on the 3rd of September, 2013, less than one month after starting his sentence, he killed himself. Apparently, not being able to take being locked up, which is <laughs> ironic. He's a f- unbelievable. He hung himself with bed sheets. Now, th- they were, he was on suicide watch. They were supposed to be watching him. Mm. But they um, fudged the, uh, you know, I'll tick that I've looked at him. Yeah, I've signed it off 10 o'clock. Maybe they didn't give a fuck and they wanted the bastard dead. You know what I mean? So in death, he showed himself to be a complete coward. You know? yeah, Rather definitely. dying than being locked up. And doing what, yeah? And that was that. He's uh, yeah. It's that's f- so he just got himself. He got away with it in a way. That's how I see it. Yeah, you did, yeah. Yeah, he did, yeah. He got you know, he he killed himself. I don't. I didn't. I didn't pay attention to the dates in regards to uh, how when he was caught to when he killed himself. I think it was like about a year. But okay, what? So for the ten years that you had the girls in prison, you were doing what the fuck you wanted, and mm. for a year of your life when you got done, it was a bit. Grim, but you were in prison being treated fairly, given meals yeah, yeah, three times yeah, a day. Exactly, yeah. And then you fucking topped yourself. You're not tied up and not washed and stuff. I also, just thinking back to, I don't know, 45 minutes ago, probably, you know, the Russian roulette part, I think I know why he didn't do it. Now, he obviously is a pussy, but also the fact as soon as he gives her the gun, she's just going to go, gag, 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 gag. Yeah. Because that's what I do. I'd keep clicking the trigger. I'd just yeah, be going, yeah. bang, 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 until it goes. Yeah. Get yeah. him dead. I'd be, I'd be hitting that fast and you press A, B on like a, you know, the, the computer games for like the Olympics and all that. <laughs> it, that yeah. trigger would be going... <laughs> yeah, like... yeah, it'd be so quick, it'd be unbelievable, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. fella'd be dead before I even press the trigger. Like, in like a fucking 1995 Sega Mega Drive yeah, shot. That's what I'm on about, yeah. The classic, like, a, <laughs> the classic A, B thing, whatever it is, on the, <laughs> on the, on the um, controller. It'd be like, bah, 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 until he goes, yeah. That's what I reckon. <laughs> So but, yeah, he's still a pussy, though. But yeah, of course he is. Mm. Ultimate pussy. I mean, it's... And then he's just gone, I can't take it, I can't take yeah. it, I can't be take me like that. What would you do to those? No, it's their fault. Yeah, no, it's, it's their not fault. their fault. You're a fat, 
Hobbit. <laughs> and you deserve to die, but not in that way. You deserve to fucking stay alive. Oh, yeah. Mate, Gina DeJesus' family were like, we fucking want him. Yeah, yeah. He was 14. Mm. And when, I think she was like 23 when she got out. What the fuck? Do you think they would have been devastated the fact that he killed himself is when the police turned when he's, he's actually topped himself? I, don't, I think he'd be numb to everything at this point. You'd be like, it doesn't, I mean... I think I'd be furious with the police, I would. I'd yeah. be absolutely furious. Mm-hmm. I know they can't keep the eye on him all the time, but it's only been a month or so in. It's not like it's, you know, it's been like five years and he's just and they've got a bit of gained a bit of trust with the police, you know what I mean? He's not on suicide watch, I'll do it now. It's you know fucking nuts. Awful. So it's going to be interesting because the next time someone gets busted for that, we can do another episode because yeah. it's happening now. Yeah. They're, these aren't, they're, ice, they're not isolated cases in the respect that they're not common, but out of seven and a half, eight billion people, I mean, it's happening a lot. It seems It seems to be as well. You hear, and maybe it's just because a one kidnap isn't good enough, but like it's, most of the kidnapping you hear has been like, like four or five people, you know what I mean? It's, Fred West, you know what I mean? You could class that as kidnap and murder and all that. You know what I mean? All, all of them, like basically all the mass murderers who took them back to their house, it's kidnapping because obviously they've, you know, they've took them there. But it seems to be not that you get away with it, but it's not spoken about if it's just one person. It's more if there's two or three people, that's when people go, oh, fucking hell, it's, you know, this geezer's tapped. Oh, yeah. well, it's the same thing as kidnapping one person, doing yeah, the same yeah. thing. That person's tapped. You know I th- what I mean? I think the only thing that was, I mean, I don't know if this is correct but the fact that there were more than one person incarcerated in his house probably helped them because if if it was just one if it was say Michelle or Amanda or Gina locked up I mean 10 fucking years it'd it'd kill you it would kill you absolutely but with three of you you can you know you've got a bit of rapport in you you can you're all in the same fucking boat Mm. So that's that. Yeah. It's fucking... I, I'm shocked by it, to be honest. It's not a good I one, obviously it? Saw it on, I saw it on the telly and stuff, but... Um, and obviously, you just... Well, you don't just think, oh, it's just a kidnapping, but you know what I mean? It's, it's a cursory... You have a cursory look on the news. Yeah, and so. you go, fucking hell, it's terrible. Anyway, let's go and have my sandwich or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's only when you look into it. Yeah, and then we get into the deep, deep parts of it, you think how much of a prick this fellow was. Yeah. He was a prick enough. That's probably oh, yeah. the first thing which has gone through my head anyway when he got kidnapped. Oh, n- never prick caught. Yeah. But uh, you don't know how much of a prick he is until uh, until you hear the yeah, details. Yeah. So if I fucked any details up in that or whatever or pronounced names wrong, I apologise as always. But, you know, we do the best we can. Yeah, um, and I reckon that'll probably do us. Yeah, fucking hell. Everyone sit in silence and have a think about that. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. If you've got a fucking woman locked up or a man locked up in your basement, let him out. Yeah. All right then, let them out. <laughs> Simple. It's good advice. Robots for I should. We should do advice at the end of yeah. each episode now. Okay, so yeah, yeah all right. It yeah. might be more like obvious stuff, like just don't kill anyone. So what's your advice at the end of this one? Just don't kidnap anyone. Don't kidnap them. There Otherwise, you, you might end up hanging yourself in a prison cell. Yeah. There you go. You see, advice: don't kidnap people and don't rape people. Yeah. Just be pleasant. Yeah. Just everyone, just stick by the rules. Nighty night, everyone.
to kill.